Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? It's your girl, Dejan T. We from South Carolina, Hi. representing Dejan T. Management and Pyrex Battle League, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Yes, All right, so we got Dejan T. off the porch with us today. Yeah. In here, we in here. What's going on, man? I'm Dejan T of Dejan T Management, straight out of Orangeburg, South Carolina, CEO and manager, co-owner of Pyrex Battle League. Ain't nothing but litness all year, man. Okay, yeah. Man, Lil Gordon, DTM, MGR, man, you already know what's going on, bro. I'm about to cuss again, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, June 4th, dropping the album. MGR, okay. DTM. Yeah. And me, Mo Cheddar, that's Mo Cheddar, spelled M-O-E-C-H. Three DDA, you know what I'm saying? Representing DTM, GMR, Trap Squad, Money Mob, a few things that I'm attached to, whatnot. Uh, I just dropped a, a single that's streaming very, very, very well on Spotify and YouTube, a whole lot of different social media platforms, and whatnot. It's called Asshole. Um, not being a curse or whatever, but that's the name of the song. And right now, streaming very heavy. You know what I'm saying? 29k views on the video within two weeks. Yeah, uh, 16k streams on Spotify within two weeks. So, you know what I'm saying? Doing our thing, representing the family. Okay, yeah. Mr. Yeah, yeah, Bando Booming. Um, I just dropped a single myself, OCD. It's going crazy everywhere right now. Um, DJs need that. Every lady got it already, so you might as well catch up. Um, you know, DTM, MGR shit, music. Is everything family is everything loyalty is everything that's what we stand for we bringing the vibes we're here to have a good time man you know what's going on we got the porch with it all right rock nate rock nate representing jersey coming from the met uh wavy money galore unapologetic shout out freeport donnie on all platforms stream me up i'm taking it very very personal and i'm sensitive about my music but you surely love me though yes sir <laughs> hey man say man say man hey man it's the neighborhood pal, Big Sal. Yes, I'm the DJ, <laughs> engineer, all that. Big DTM, big drums, you know the fuck going on. And we got two of our part, three of our partners couldn't be with us tonight. We got Freeport Donnie, who is our A and R and development coach. We got Polo Poppy Ortiz, who is our choreographer and dancer. And we also got Fame Oliver, who got, who could not be with us. So shout out to those guys as well. Mm. Gangway, and long little plug. Plug. Fake. All right, so Dejan, how did this whole management company come about for you, and how long have you had the the company? October twenty eighth of this year will be three years. Yeah. Three years. I'm um, going on this year right here. Um, honestly, it all started in Orangeburg. You know what I'm saying? We were got dog on having indie night every Thursday night, little club in the burg. People used to come out from all over the place. We used to give them $100 for the best performance, the most people bought with them and everything. Shout out to my boy Jay Benz, man. He was actually um, the host who brought me into the situation. I actually stepped into the situation to help with the nonprofit part of it, to um, actually help build a part of it for the youth. I was, step I was brought in for business purposes and stuff like that. So. As we grew, you know what I'm saying, you learn shit behind the scenes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you start seeing some things you like, you start seeing shit you don't like. I saw a lot of shit I ain't had like. 
But I'm not one of those people that's going to complain about that. I'm going to be the change that I want to see. So the DTM was formed. I'm not, I ain't got to do all that other extra shit to get to the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to do what I know how to do. And that's exactly what the fuck I did. And it birthed the family. We've been strong since day one. Yeah. yeah. What were some of the biggest challenges of starting the company and kind of launching your own brand at first? Um, number one, being a female because everybody think you throwing coochie and ain't nobody trying to get y'all nothing. Like, <laughs> everybody think they supposed to get some coochie out of the deal. Nah, that's not what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was definitely one thing that was extremely difficult um, to get them to understand and respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I walk into a room, I deserve a certain level of respect and it has nothing to do with the way I look or anything else, you know? Um, coming from where we come from in Orangeburg, if you ain't already a part of certain things, it's really hard to break the barrier and get in. And I can honestly say um, three years in, we finally starting to really pop off in our city. Like things are finally starting to really activate and move the way they wanted to. Um, at first I was real, I was stagnant. Like I wanted to do so much in Orangeburg. I wanted to do so much in my city, but I had to realize like the real gift in this is doing it everywhere else. Eventually, home gonna catch on, you know what I'm saying? Just like for my artists, home, are gonna, home is gonna catch on eventually, but it's never really there off top. So I started out in the PD area in Dillon at the showroom, shout out to Wildcard. Um, I started up there in Dillon at the showroom, did my first show, amazing. I was like, all right, I can get used to this. Then I did another show in Columbia, and by the time I pulled in the parking lot, I had nowhere to park, no cap. I was like, oh shit. That was the first time I had seen K's off the door of an event. Um, and we're talking about every show I do, you have anywhere from 20 to 50 some independent artists. No mainstream, no big names, no straight independent artists. And almost every time it's a different group of artists. So I've worked with the likes of hundreds of artists at these points over the years. And I don't know, it's, it grew, it's growing. I ain't gonna say grew, it's growing bigger than me before I could even think twice about it. <laughs> gotcha. So what all services do you offer at this point? Oh, Lord. I think that question <laughs> is harder to ask me how I got started, honestly. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it looks like you got your hands in a lot of different things. I do. Um, so as far as DTM goes, the biggest part of DTM is management. Okay. So, of course, you know, I have my team, which is the roster. This, what you see on camera right now with me, is the roster, um, aside from those that I said aren't with us today. This is the roster. But we also have a development roster where we actually have those artists that we're, <clears throat> excuse me, helping develop and work with them as, you know, better recording techniques, um, media training, getting their music registered properly, all of those good things. Um, I do promotions weekly and monthly, you know, get at me for them promos, you know. Um, Y'all, what else I do? Help me. Promo, hosting. You got it. Resumes. Um, artist consultations. Yeah. The live reviews. Oh, man. The live reviews. The live reviews is really, really what's making it grow. Um, Lil Gordon here told me one night, he was like, yo, you should go live, try these live review things. It's different stuff that people catch on to, and it's just something about you that's going to snap. 
I was like, all right, let's do it. Then I want to see what's going on. At that time, you know, <clears throat> every other page was a live review. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit was going crazy yeah, for a second. Yeah, during the pandemic, yeah. So we started, like it started with the virtual concert. When the pandemic first hit, we did a virtual concert right out of my backyard. Like DJ Big Sal, that was the first time he DJed for us. And that was the day he joined DTM. We literally plugged up the equipment in my backyard. We pulled a bunch of indie artists together in my backyard and had a full blown concert broadcasted straight to the internet. We did about 60K views on that oh, for wow. in about four hours. So <clears throat> that's when I realized like, we probably do have something that's different over here, you know? So I started going live from the house. I was nervous at first because like, as much as I be in front of people, it was still kind of like, they not gonna fuck with me, get out of here. So I tried it. My first live review, we did 6.3K in two hours. We did, it was 6.3K, 6 .6 I think. Uh, 1.5 comments and like 300 something shares. I got offline and I was like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> he over there looking at me like, I don't know, but you better keep going. So I'm like, all right. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's a mistake. Like the next day I woke up and I couldn't stop talking about it. So I called him again and I was like, yo, we gotta try this again. Cause I think that was probably a mistake. Like that shit wasn't real. Ran that shit back, 4.6K views. I said, whoa. We on to something, so now it's consistent and it's international. I've got people checking in from Argentina, from Greece. I got people that's hitting me up from what's some of the other Africa? Oh my God, Switzerland! Like they sending their videos, and it's crazy because while we know for a fact that the hip hop culture was created here in America with us, they celebrate our culture the same way in other countries, and it's really beautiful to watch. Like anytime it happens, I'm always telling the artists like. Do you see what your influence does to the world? Like, take your craft seriously, you know what I'm saying? So at this point, moving, his project that's getting ready to come out, <clears throat> campaigning, all of that good stuff, that's, and the live reviews is truly the heart of DTM right now. Like, that's what's really keeping the train moving. I got you. So going to the management side, what do you look for out of an artist if you're going to start managing them? The first thing I look for in an artist, it has nothing to do with their talent. Um, I need loyalty, you know? My team is not one of those where you can pay a monthly fee to be a part of. I don't want your money. I wanna know what you really can provide for the people. Can you really get out there and represent the brand to be a household name like we already are? What value do you add to the brand? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> not only that, but there's a certain quality of music. There's one thing for you to be a growing artist. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. And we're able to help develop you and all of those good things, and you're teachable. But then you have some out there who already think they made it. So they think they deserve a manager. And you know what I'm saying? I ain't nobody's slave. That ain't how this <laughs> works, baby. That's not what we do. Um, I need people who are dependable, people who are accountable, people who take pride in what they look like when they step out, the people who are gonna take things seriously, you know what I'm saying? I don't need you to go to the studio every other month. If this is your passion, you going in there several times a week. You know, if I say, hey, we got this coming up and it's an opportunity, I don't need you to be bougie and say, eh, that's not, uh, this an opportunity, you need to take that. If you ain't signing no deals and you ain't cutting no checks, I need you out here making sure that everybody in the world knows you. So it's a lot of different things like, and that's only 20% of it. <laughs> the other 80% is the vibe. I can't bring any bad chemistry into my family. You know what I'm saying? Like everything meshes well. People always ask me like, how in the hell do you manage with all those artists? 
We all stay in our lane. Everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody knows what their job is. Everybody knows like if this artist has this opportunity and they're on the brink of this right here, then guess what we coming to do? Kick you through the door. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no competition. It ain't no, no none of that. It's, it's, it's a vibe. So when I'm looking at anyone, that's the first thing I'm looking at. If you come to me in January and tell me you want to be a part of DTM, I'm probably not going to respond until March. Just because I want to see if you want to be a part of management, period, or if you actually want to be a part of DTM, it's a difference. Yeah. What do you feel like is one of the biggest mistakes new artists make? They get bougie too fast. They get one good track out. The track does a few numbers on the tube or on Facebook, and they think they done made it. Now it's like, pay me. Pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. But what the fuck am I paying for? You know what I'm saying? Like, they get greedy too quick. They think that this is an overnight process because it happened once, it's going to happen every time. And that's usually not the case. You know what I'm saying? It's more consistency and persistence to make this thing actually work the way it's supposed to work. Um, that and the fact that they're starting not to network anymore because money has replaced the network. They're paying their way to the top now. They're paying for all of this good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Instead of actually grinding out the mud and really working their ass off for it to build that solid that foundation, they're able to pay to lay that foundation and keep it moving. But my advice is, I mean, if you got it, go for it. But if you have the opportunity to build a solid foundation up under you, that means when you, the higher you go, no matter what happens to you, your fans are always gonna be there. They're always gonna love you. But when you start with that dollar, you got one time to look broke. <clears throat> Over with. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gordon, so talk to us about this project you dropping, man. Man, June 4th, 2021. You know what I'm saying? Who do you love? You feel me? It's going to be a big vibe. It's going to basically take you from the headspace I was in, like, late last year to early this year to the vibe I'm going into now and, you know what I'm saying, the rest of the year. And it's going to turn you up, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Don't feel me. Yeah. That's a fact. No cap. Do you got a single picked out that you plan to push off the project? Mm, well, right now I have my videos, BB and CC, and had enough had out. Enough. You okay. know what I'm saying? I'm, I got them out right going cra Going crazy, you <laughs> feel me? You know, and I don't know what's, what's my main thing, because a lot of all of them, like, it's, it's a couple I can go, go okay. for. Okay. You feel me? So. I just can't wait for people to hear, you know? Yeah. Get their opinion. Yeah. Billboard dropping in Conway, South Carolina, June 4th as well. If you in the area, come through and see the greatness. <laughs> That's major right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Chet, asshole, man. Talk to us about this song, man. Um, honestly, I just recently went to the studio and did this song probably maybe a few weeks, maybe a month ago or so. And... I was dealing with some people in Atlanta or whatnot that, you know what I'm saying, some producers or whatnot that helped push the track. And when it dropped, you know, it did more than what I expected it to do quickly and hopefully it keeps growing. Um, as far as that song, I'm keep pushing it, you know, try to get it streamed on radio or whatever like that. Keep it building and build my fan base and possibly drop another single soon. Right now I'm really playing the single game. Like I've, I had, I've got a project drop on all social media and whatnot and music portals. It's called Two Blocks. I dropped it back in like 2018. I've been rapping for a while actually. Um, 
to be honest, I can say me and Lil Gordon probably been rapping since high school. Yeah. That's been a while, like, so. <laughs> Always been, you know what I'm saying, buzzing around, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, walk around song. with the notebooks or whatever like that. Yeah. So, we've been doing this for a while. It's just, right now, it seems like time that things are looking good for the team, you know, as they're moving forward, getting more fan base and people to actually see what's going on in South Carolina. There's a lot of talent down there, especially in Orangeburg, where we're from. Yes. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of talent. Thanks. Yeah, let's talk Thanks. about Orangeburg, man, and the music scene out there. Why do you feel like this talent is overlooked, though? I know you guys are starting to get some shiny. A couple of artists out there have been signed now, but... It's just small. It's, it's small. I feel it's like, not even that it's small. It's not. It, I feel like, personally, it's like, yeah. just like she was saying, artists might, you know what I'm saying, get a buzz and, you know, take off. It don't be too much so networking small. going on. Like, it's not yeah, a, a lot of networking. Of, a, lot of, a lot of things that people do around here is usually, like, within, like, household, like, family, family, or, like, that's my right. cousin, that's my, you know what I'm saying? He's never like, oh, I met him at this event, right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, once that. upon a time, it, it used to have, you know, uh, a set of rappers that, you know what I'm saying, that generally fuck with each other, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, they had the Dixie Boys, you had Hole Up, and... Talk uh, that Orangeburg history. Uh, man, <laughs> it, it go for days, man. It's plenty, plenty, plenty of Hole Up, up against the wall. Our um our A and R and um artist development coach, he was a part of that coming up, you know what I'm saying? Like his story he'll tell you, he started recording young, young in the house, you know what I'm saying? His family let him be that one to have that free expression and everybody used to come over there to record with him type thing. So he came through with that hip hop, hip hop of Orangeburg, you know what I'm saying? Like then, when by the time I got to high school, we was in the club bouncing to some of the likes of, like from South Carolina, cause I can't even just narrow this conversation to Orangeburg, honestly. Right. From South Carolina, like that was the time where you had Lil Rue coming through, you had okay. T My Rat coming through, you had right. Mr. Taylor out of Charlotte. Like every right. piece of the state had something that was hitting and they knew each other. Right now, a person in the 803 probably can't tell you about too many artists out of the 864 and the 843. So, like, I started the SC Indie Grime and I first came out with this whole platform thing because um, it was crazy. Like, at that time, that's when DZ McDuffie was going crazy out of the 803, you know what I'm saying? And I moved to the PD and um, we were in the club, you know, getting ready to open up one night. And I told the DJ, I was like, hey, man, drop that yay long for me real quick. So I'm lit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm at home. I'm turned. But nobody else wasn't lit with me. I said, hold the fuck up. Y'all know that song? Everybody looking at me like, who is this? This shit hard. Meanwhile, we've been listening to it for a year. And he's already done hit a million at this point in, you know what I'm saying, on platforms. So we're like, how do you? But that's when I realized it was time to bridge those gaps in South Carolina. We're so secluded in trying to build this area, build that area, build this person. When we got a powerhouse of a fucking state right now. And if we can really bridge the gaps for everybody to see each other, it's, it's no limit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the problem, like, narrowing it back to Orangeburg is accountability. Like I said, like, it's not necessarily that the area is small. It's that people aren't accountable enough to get out and do what it really takes. There's a million artists in Orangeburg County alone. I do independent concerts. None of my artists are ever from Orangeburg. Even when I did one here, none of the artists were from the city. You know what I'm saying? I might have had, what, two, three people from the city and they were all the youngest, the teenagers coming up doing this stuff. It wasn't the people that's already out here. So that alone speaks, that, that by itself speaks numbers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to pay the pay me game, but they don't understand how the pay me game even goes. 
And that's a lot of what you get in Orangeburg. <laughs> gotcha. So you what can he, what is Pyrex Battle League? Shout out to fucking Pyrex Battle League, man. That's the squad. Like, um, I started out as a promoter. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the big homie Tun. Shout out to the other big OG Mr. Bay. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love battle rap. Let me let me just start there. Like I'm like I said, I'm hip hop, hip hop. You know, like I grew up just listening to music, pressing pause, writing the lyrics, and pressing play type thing. You know, and I started watching YouTube, of course, because that's where it was initially. Like I had this homegirl. She was from Philly, and this is when Meek Mill was a battle rapper. She used to always talk about Meek Mill, Meek Mill. And I'm like, who the fuck is Meek Mill? You know what I'm saying? Like. What is, who is it? And that's when he had the neck braids or whatever. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, she used to show me his battles and stuff, and I was real intrigued. Like, what's this? I like this. These motherfuckers don't care what they say to each other. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So I like. So, you know, as I grew, and that was high school. So as I grew, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I stopped... I, Excuse me, I got back into music because um, I'm a musician myself. I don't rap, but I write poetry and I actually play instruments type thing. So when I got back into music myself, it was like something missing. Like, I can do all of this, but it's a piece of the culture I'm missing. So I got back into battle rap, watching battle rap. Um, never in a million years thought that I would actually be involved in the culture, involved in the league. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I came to Pyrex, I came to Pyrex as a promoter. Promoting the battles, you know what I'm saying? Promoting different battlers, helping them get the word out about themselves a little bit more. Um, from there, we started doing events, and I started getting more and more to do behind the scenes. And the league owner, um, shout out to Tony, like I said, the league owner, he started seeing, like, hold up, she all right. She let me get her some more responsibility and see what else she can do. So <laughs> he kept piling on, and I was conquering it one by one. So then it came to... My very first signature card and one of the league's biggest cards, um, we did a card called In the Beginning. It was a male and female card, and the theme of it was Adam and Eve. And it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, we, it was a job well done. It was a real team effort. It was well put together. Like, people talked about it for months before the event. They're still talking about it right now, and it's time to go into June to our next event. You know what I'm saying? Um, a few days after that event, Caught another little promotion, you know, the co-league on him because we had a lot going up ahead behind the scenes. There was a lot of pressure in places, and I was able to handle it. So he was like, you know what? Let's get it. So here we are right now. Like, we're getting ready to go into a whole string of events. Like, we just out here. I don't even know how to explain it. Man, it's the jungle. That's all I can say. Shout out to the low country. Low country, no country. That's what we do. Gotcha. 
So what's next? What else are you working on? It looks like you get your hands into everything. So is there anything else we haven't touched on? Let's see, let's see. We got, we talked about the billboard dropping next week. Shout out to Lil Gordon. Who do you love dropping next week? Shout out to Lil Gordon. Shout out to our producer, 97. Listen, if you need beats, you gotta holler at 97. Like, 97 always has a lot going on. And he always, is lo he's looking to work with different artists. Like, he's the type of producer who wants to grow with someone. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's really, really dope. And I always try to put that out there because he's nice. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's trash as fuck just trying to, no. That boy nice. <laughs> um, not only that, but um, LaGordon's project is also dropping on EQ, um, Equity Distro um, Distribution. So that's a really big deal as well. Shout out EQ, man. Yes, that's a real big deal for us. Bando Boomin just dropped a video, so we're trying to push that on over the top. Hey, man, we got a lot going on in DC, you know, man. Speaking of production, <laughs> though, um, production wise, I just feel like in South Carolina, boy, we got the juice. We got so that we juice. We are the so juice. DLB Productions. Chauncey Beats and Dramatic, those three, y'all got to tap in with them boys because they go crazy. They go crazy. Shout out my boy, Monty Montel. You are now Josh witnessing greatness. LM, LM Trigger, uh, Got Sound Studio, Neek the Geek, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all them oh, big yeah. people. You know Shout out to Asen. Asen, Asen, you know Shout what I'm out, saying? Shout out to Trap Star Vic, Trap Star Foolish. Yeah, Shout out to my goddamn, my older cousin, Thug. Shout out to my other manager, Kyle. Shout out. No, a lot of people in, <laughs> from the city, you know what I'm saying? If I finish you, man, I swear I ain't mean no harm to you. you know, yeah, like, really? It's a lot, it's a lot of people, man. DK, uh -huh. Tesco Tone, I'm a producer. Uh -huh. Randy Sad, mm, that's another producer. Shout out to my dog Breeze too. Breeze is another one as a female producer and manager that's really, really starting to make a little bit of noise. So I gotta show love where it's due. Mm -hmm. Shout out my my nigga Red Bills, famous Tashon. Shout out to and outside of that too, like we got we got June 12th coming up. Um, that's gonna be a Pyrex and DTM event. So we've got a few dope battles lined up for that. We've also got some dope performances lined up. We actually got one of our peoples out of North Carolina coming to cook. Hey man, that food be so motherfucking good. But <laughs> I'm excited about that one. July, we taking it to North Carolina with a battle. I'm sure I'm probably gonna attach some performances to that or do something around that as well. August coming around, Pyrex Battle League of DTM presents In the Beginning Book Two. So that's gonna be another lituation. Then in September, we got the um, North Carolina versus South Carolina going down um, as far as battle right wise. So that's gonna be dope as fuck too. Music. Man, I can't even lie to you. With us, it's really, really, really spontaneous. I, I gotta admit, it's my—it's real spontaneous. Our schedule can go from nothing to everything like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they be so mad at me because we have a group chat, right? Most of them they won't tell me, but I know they got me muted, and I don't care. But <laughs> um, we do everything in that group chat. Like I make sure I put everything in there, and it gets to a point. It's like, all right, you got anything else you need to say, lady? Like, God damn, what else we got to do? But I keep everybody on their toes, like, and that's how that's how I was able to work. You know, everybody, long as I can contact them directly. Like this one, I can put everything in the group chat. He ain't gonna see it. I see Brad and stuff. Like, hey, you seen that message? 
No, sis, what you had? Man, it be so many messages. <laughs> it be like, so many. I, man, I'm gonna look at it. Whatever message she talking about, probably be like 30 messages. Oh. Duh. <laughs> 30 days ago. <laughs> shit. I'm like, goddamn. Like, well, Bando, he the one. I be trying to stay on it, but you know. You can text Bando. Bando's gonna call you. Yeah, Nigga, did yeah. I call you or did I text you? You gotta FaceTime me. You don't text me. <laughs> Three times he the one that see your message and he understand, but he not responding. Oh, as soon as you go to call and be like, you got my message? Yeah, I said, so why you ain't responding? <laughs> like, he respond when he see you. Oh Lord, <laughs> Fame Oliver, shout out to Fame Oliver too, man. Smoking dead ops, clothing line. You need to tap the fucking straight out of North South Carolina. Another fire one. That's another one on our team. Um. Okay. It's a lot. Like that's yeah. ask away because it's really a lot. Of <laughs> man, come get you a car. Not the car, sales. For real. Son of my shit because I low key had enough. Fucking up the game. I know they hate just how I'm coming. I got too much sauce on God. This rap shit ain't nothing. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cut off. Ba da ba ba ba.